0: Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! snow. Oh, what's in the box? Because it's all part of the plan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer movie podcast, episode 066. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, joined by my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? Ready for 2021. Ready for 2021. That's right. Bring it on. Oh, man. There's not a single person on earth that's not re- ready for, like, new year, new everything.
1: I, it's, it's obviously not gonna change things, because it's just no. a new year. But, like, it's, it's good to be in a new mindset, right? Like, yeah, so yeah. hopefully things are better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually, I just heard back yesterday, I won't make a big deal out of this, but um, I just heard back yesterday, I got scheduled for the Moderna COVID vaccine. Nice, um, nice. So... I I just I will be talking about it a little bit just because like I'm fortunate enough to be able to get it um, early, so I'll actually be getting it in eight days. Oh, um, yeah. So I will check in after that. And if anybody in, in the case.
1: government is listening, I'm actually an 80 year old man. Just sound like this? So please <laughs> give me the vaccine too. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: yeah. I'll have three mouths. I'll be talking so fast next episode. Oh, just so- <laughs> hell yes. i'll be chipped so uh we'll have another listener in um uh you know microsoft guy yeah do we can we we add that to our listenership can we put just like the government and then that's yeah for sure Cool. nsa right yeah subscribed (laughs) uh okay so we obviously we missed a a lot and um i'll touch on this too just because we had planned to do an earlier episode in the month and um because of work I had to pretty much nix that. And so we're doing doing this end of the month catch up all of December episode.
1: Right. So even though this is gonna come out after Christmas, when we're recording it after Christmas, this is still the Christmas episode that oh, yeah, you know sure. that we're gonna do every year. We've done it every year, so so strap in for um well Christmas games at the end. Although for the most part I don't think we have a lot of like we're not gonna be talking too Christmassy movies wise, just a couple.
0: Yeah, yeah, just a couple. I mean, I, there's plenty I watch, for sure, for sure. Right. Um, and we, we always touch on them a little bit. Uh, the big one that <laughs> – the big one I tweeted about this year, it was Home Alone 2, which I haven't watched in, like, so long. And uh, I just never realized, like, how weird that whole situation is at, at the end with uh, Kevin's dad and the the bill, <laughs> and, like, his, like, concern over the money after he just fucked off and bought 37 <laughs> plane tickets. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and leaving your son with, like, what do you expect? Did you just want him to be under the, pun intended, the pigeon lady's wing? Like, just go find (laughs) the nearest homeless person and let them take care of you? Yeah, okay, he enjoyed himself a little bit, as he should (laughs) have.
0: Yeah, but I don't know, I guess that's good. Like, all these years later, and I'm still finding things that, I, I never paid much attention to when I've watched these movies. I think,
1: like, obviously, uh, not breaking news here, but when you watch it as a kid, it's like, oh, my God, I kind of wish this happened to me. It'd be awesome to do these traps, yada, yada. Yeah. But you get older, and you're, like, just relating to parents, <laughs> how dumb they are, yeah. but also, like, just everything. It's just totally different perspective.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so Christmas movies, Christmas happened. Did you have a good Christmas?
1: I, I had a great Christmas, actually. Uh, got... Everything that I wanted. How about you?
0: Same. Lots of
1: socks. Nice. Not no sarcasm. Love socks. I got some brown <laughs>
0: socks. I was very happy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I got a new watch. All right, but what I'm most excited about is this watch has uh, you can download and install uh different watch faces, and there's a Pip Boy version that has like the Vault Boy. And then it's got like all all my stats, like the battery oh, power, heart yeah. rate, steps, all, and the time and all that. But I just I love it so much looking at my watch and just feeling all fallouty.
1: That that's awesome.
0: I think I saw a picture of your watch along with did you guys go Chinese
1: food this year for Christmas?
0: Yes. Oh uh, Christmas Eve.
1: Oh Christmas Eve. Okay. I was just wondering. But yeah. it's, it's great great call either way for <laughs> holiday Chinese food. I, I ship that.
0: <laughs> yes. Big fan of the Chinese food on uh, on Christmas Eve. They were slammed. It was insane. Really? The wait was like, I've never waited more than 15 minutes for Chinese food, and this was uh, 17 minutes, so it was insane. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's always pretty impressive
1: how quick they get that food out, and you're just like, what's going on back there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember if I talked about this or not last year. So I had to work on Christmas Eve last year, and uh, we were going to be gone for like an hour, so we called... Then thinking like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. They'll probably be super busy. Like we have an hour till we get back. Uh, like I'll just call now. And they called like 10 minutes later and they're like, hey, we're at the front gate. You got your food. I'm like, <laughs> There's no way. Like that's physically impossible. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, so we made an hour drive in uh, a quarter of the time to get back. Oh, my to God. To get back and get that Chinese food oh. while I was hot. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good Christmas, um, New Year. Like you said, nothing really changes, but like the idea. Yeah. The idea of a new year is, is very exciting.
1: And I don't know about you, but does 2021 not sound like just like a fake year? Like we finally hit one of those years where, like, I mean, there's been plenty of years that we've lived from from past movies and books and things that you know they reference yeah. the future but like 2021 maybe it's because of CLAB, lab but it like really feels like <laughs> it really feels yeah. like that futuristic year where like there should be flying cars in 2021 and i'm upset
0: <laughs> yeah we are 100 percent like we're now in the range of like every science fiction movie ever exactly play, i feel like they all take place in 2030 like i can't remember if the matrix is 2023 or 2032 but i know it's like we're basically there
1: exactly what oh my god once we hit the 2030s i I my brain won't be able to comprehend It's so a simple decade, a simple number change, but my brain can't do. It. Like, is this how people felt about the like the new millennium and like
0: like once? Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Oh man. When I think about like my kids and I'm like class of 2038. What oh, God? Like, like what the fuck? Yeah.
1: Oh Jesus Christ! That's insane. <laughs>
0: like they're just gonna be walking around like seniors rule class of
1: 38. <laughs> laser guns. Yeah.
0: The droids are all excited.
1: Right. Race you on my speeder bike. I don't know. Those crazy kids in their 2032 speeder bike or 2038 speeder bikes. Yeah.
0: After graduation, they're like, no, this is pod race. Oh, no, you did not just say <laughs> <take> that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Uh, Watch so many movies. Definitely. Like, I have a huge plethora of movies I couldn't even include Same. a lot of them.
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot of cheap holiday. Like, uh, do you know Mar Vista? Are you aware of Mar Vista?
0: Mm, or Mar Vista? Think so.
1: They're just like the, like the um holiday movie. Like, oh, I don't know if they're like, I don't oh, know, like they're like, a that one, but they're
0: just like crank out. Exactly. They're the. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're, I mean, they're like the opposite of A twenty four, but for holiday movies Where, and I mean, like, yeah, not that A twenty four cranks them out, but like, just they, they are the A twenty four of crappy holiday movies, basically. Um, you know, Canadian actors and just repetitive plots and whatever. That's so. The things that I didn't include were mainly those cheap holiday movies. <clears throat>
0: I got you. Well, I, the other reference I was going to make was Trauma Entertainment. Oh, if you're tr- yeah, with Trauma. <laughs> like where they just cranked out an insane amount of low budget movies. Yeah,
1: thank you for thinking. I couldn't think of one that was just like cranking them out, but pretty much exactly. They don't care what they. They're just cookie cutter movies, you know. Just yeah, whatever. But
0: they they are. We'll fix it in post. The company <laughs> just film it, shoot it. We'll fix it in post. Right, exactly. Basically. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I guess we're talking about all these movies we watched. Are you ready to move on to the main screen?
1: Yeah, you want to talk with the one that we both watched?
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that one. You inspired me to watch it. Happiest Season. One of the only, like, new Christmas holiday movies yeah. that I think I remember seeing, at least. So uh, a- <clears throat> I gave you
1: my take on it, and I'll obviously give the listeners my take, but what did you think of it?
0: Um, o- overall, I, I actually, I think you nailed it. There were, there's some funny parts and like the funny parts were funny. Um, oh, just to back up, it's Hulu original, uh, oh, yeah. Kristen Stewart, Alison, Alison Brie. Who, who else? There's, I, there's so many people in this movie. Right? Well, okay. That's,
1: yeah. So Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart are the two. Uh, they're, they're the main lesbian couple that the film focuses on oh, yes. as Abby and Harper. And then, like you said, you've got Allison Brie as a sister, Aubrey Plaza's in it. Uh, Dan Levy is uh, Kristen Stewart's friend. Um, Victor Garber's the dad. Mary Steenburgen is the mother. Um, and then sort of an unknown to me was Mary Holland as Jane, the younger sister. And, you know, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more, but that was a nice little surprise. I thought she was good. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. those are the actors. So and you go ahead and um, – Oh, uh, yeah. So
0: it, it's the story of Kristen Stewart and who did you say, Mackenzie Davis? Mackenzie Davis. They're the couple that they go back to Mackenzie Davis's family for the holidays. And uh, Kristen Stewart uh, didn't grow up with parents. Her parents died when she was younger. So she's never really been a Christmas person, but she's super pumped. And then they go home and she has to basically uh, go back into the closet because uh, her. Bo, I don't know what the I don't know what the equivalent of Bo is, but her Bo hasn't came out yet, so she introduces her as her friend, and um,
1: yeah and that's, yeah, that's kind I, of the idea uh, the, the, the plot of the movie is obviously centered around that, because she's from a conservative family, and that's it's all about you know, hiding that until obviously the inevitable yeah end. Uh, but yeah, sorry, what'd you think about it?
0: um Overall, not a fan. Okay. Um, I did. Okay, so this past month, I'm really trying to get serious about Letterboxd um, <laughs> and just kind of like capturing at least like a thought or two. And also, I like it because it kind of helps me when, when I'm like building my list to send to you for what I right. watch to be like, oh, yeah, totally forgettable movie, but I did watch it. Do you so. do dates and everything um, on
1: Letterboxd? Do you put when you watched it? and, and...
0: Yeah, it'll just it'll put it as that day. Oh, it so does that? It. Okay. Yeah. Which sometimes I will, because then it'll mess me up. Like I just put knives out on there, uh-huh. and then realize that like I did not watch Knives Out. At this I don't. If if you're on there, you'll know what I mean. Because like it'll it'll throw off your feed if you don't change the dates. Mm. But I really I do really like it, and um, one of my favorite reviews that I saw saw on there is that uh, for happiest season is that the biggest letdown is that we uh, were robbed of an Aubrey Plaza and Kristen Stewart kiss.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I think that, to extrapolate on that, that's kind of the what most people thought, and I kind of agree, is that those are the characters that should have ended up together. Because in the movie, Aubrey Plaza plays an ex of Mackenzie Davis's and yeah. still lives in their hometown, or, maybe, or she might be visiting for the holidays too, I'm not sure. But either way, Kristen Stewart and uh, Aubrey uh, Plaza, like have multiple conversations and hangouts throughout the movie and their chemistry seems to work so much better than what you get from Mackenzie and Kristen Stewart. And I like, not to say that you need to have like insane, you know, on the screen or just like blasting chemistry to, to be in love. But in this movie specifically, you just kind of don't like Mackenzie's Mackenzie Davis's character. She's kind of selfish. And you just, so you're rooting for those two to end up together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, But, uh, And then I guess I want to build off that and just dive straight to the end. So big time spoilers if you haven't seen it. Uh, I saw like a ton of people who are so uh, like just absolutely enraged at that ending uh, where Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart's characters end up together. Mm -hmm. And she takes her back after all this because like that's literally the worst thing you could do to a gay person who's like gone through the whole process of coming out uh so for her to just kind of like accept her polishing like, okay well that's cool uh it's just kind of too fucked up to be <laughs> realistic
1: and yeah like it, even if she doesn't end up with Aubrey plaza like you're saying it doesn't have to have a happy ending she doesn't have to be with any she doesn't have to be with Mackenzie davis she can just be like yeah. you know if she's single say no to i don't know like it doesn't need it the happy ending just feels so forced on this one because of like, yeah yeah the things that you said
0: is this what? Okay, so you sent me an earlier message. You put, uh, just from a moral not being a piece of shit human standpoint. Is that what you were re- referencing? Yeah, because uh, Jeremy had okay. asked me
1: like my pros and cons, and I was like, pros like Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza's chemistry and Dan Levy, um, who you know is really good in this. Pretty much, he <clears throat> and he's seen that he's in. He does really well. He captures the the screen. But uh, yeah, and then like my cons was just pretty much Mackenzie Davis and. I mean her parents too. Her parents aren't redeemed at the end either, for having one moment of are we like are we bad parents? Like that doesn't take <laughs> right. away the however many years that you forced one daughter to be closeted, the other daughter to feel worthless, and the oldest daughter to be in a, a marriage because she also pretty much feels worthless, you know. So it's just like a lot of yeah. shitty characters in this one that didn't that I felt like were supposed to feel redeeming to us, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. But- um and then Let's see, there's some other characters I wanted to touch on. Oh, so Dan Levy, I was like dying at all of his jokes, and Mackenzie was like, You, like, your reactions are telling me you absolutely need to watch all of Shit's <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So that's, I think I'm going to try and knock that one out. I know I need to also. Um, Jane's sister, uh, uh, the highlight of the movie, I think, in my opinion, I thought her character was absolutely hilarious.
1: Yeah. And like I said, she's played by Mary Holland. Uh, to me, I don't, I uh, just to see if she's in anything, I, don't recognize her really, but like you said, she um probably stole the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's just one of those ones that like I don't like regret watching it or anything, but there's no way I would watch this movie any other time than like guilty Christmas rom com season.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I, see this sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was no go ahead. I was just
1: gonna say I don't see this as being anybody's go to, probably. Not gonna right, like right. every year, but <laughs> yeah um, um
0: that's really it for happiest season
1: yeah it wasn't the ha- it I wasn't the happiest movie it.
0: no it was not <laughs> but there were there's was, there's was some funny parts like i said it wasn't like a total waste of time no was, no, no 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 and,
1: and kristen just kristen stewart, don't watch it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> kristen stewart is, is i mean i should say the acting it's not mackenzie davis's character might suck but the but the acting <clears throat> sorry excuse me throughout is good like i like everybody is a good actor actress in this movie and so I think that it's just while it suffers at the end um, from the things that we talked about, it's not it's not a bad movie. So
0: yeah, how do you feel about Kate Stu? Because I know that you watched Twilight like uh, within the last year. Uh, like as an actress, do you do you feel like that she's really talented and gets stuck in roles, or do you feel like she do you feel like she's typecast? Do you feel like? I don't know, because I I feel like people are pretty divisive on her as
1: yeah as an actress, and I get that. For me, it's kind of the same thing with Robert Pattinson that like in Twilight they're given literally nothing to work with. It's just so bad. But even in those movies, Kristen Stewart, I think I talked about her kind of questionable acting choices in that episode where she just was like yeah blinking a lot, making weird faces, things that just were like distracting and not even like, didn't seem like character choices. Just seemed like, like weird acting choices. Not, or I don't know, not like, I don't know. You're not going to say my character blinks like this and is weird. I don't know. But then, (laughs) but then in this one, she's like noticeably so much, like not doing anything that I thought was uh, noticeably distracting, bad. I, I really enjoyed her in this. Um, And I haven't seen a lot of her other movies other than like this in twilight like i'm trying to think she's in the biopic um pick about um i'm blanking on the musician right now and then what are what like what are other movies that she's
0: like main i don't really know reason i know that she's still been doing a lot of work i just don't i'm not really familiar
1: yeah so but yeah no i i liked her in this so i would i would say like overall i'm a fan of hers what like are you yeah do you like her
0: yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like there is some talent there. She needs her Robert Pattinson's a great point cuz she just needs her her good time. She needs <laughs> the exactly. role and the case to a good time.
1: Um oh Adventureland, I saw that. She was pretty good in that. Uh just looking through this. But yeah, so we'll see uh after that cuz this is like nothing in the works as far as I know. So we'll see what she does in the future, but I think I'll like it.
0: Yeah. Um okay, moving on. Do you want to conclude this trilogy? <laughs>
1: Yeah, this has been a long time coming. I feel like I started this a while ago. Uh, <laughs> but this is the third Planet of the Apes movie. This is officially uh, war for the Planet of the Apes. So we had our dawn, we had our rise, and now we have our war. And this is, again, like, um, other than the apes, it's just like a completely different story because you have Woody Harrelson now as this, like, ruthless leader um, of this kind of, like, rogue army uh, there's no like I know James Franco obviously, but now there's also no um, what's the guy that uh, I believe that you like from?
0: Yeah, I do like him, but I can't think of his name.
1: Um, Jason Clark. Uh, yes. Yeah. So there's no Jason Clark in this one. There's no Gary Oldman. I, again, it's just like other than Andy Serkis and a few other like repeating monkeys, and then um, some new ones are introduced, such as Steve Zahn as a monkey. It's just it's it's what it is. The war for the Planet of the Apes, and I would actually say that even though. This is the most critically uh, highly rated of the three. I'm gonna say this is my probably my third favorite actually. Um,
0: you read my mind. That was gonna be my first question. Yeah, is how they rank. I think I go. I think
1: I go two one three. So this one's not bad though. It's just I um I my main criticism is Steve Zahn's monkey character. Like he voices a monkey who's literally named Bad Ape because he's like. That's the only name he was ever given. I'm bad ape. It's supposed to be sad, but he's supposed to be like comedic relief and they didn't have any of that in the first two movies. And so to inject this character all of a sudden that's like making jokes that I didn't even find that funny just like really took me out of scenes at times. So I don't know. That's one of like the main reasons that it's like my third favorite, but I I, I still liked it and Mm -hmm. I think it does a good job wrapping up the trilogy overall.
0: Nice. It's the only one that I have not seen uh, any screen time of at all Uh i think we talked about the last one i've seen the beginning of (laughs) of uh dawn
1: yeah but but none of this one no yeah i mean it's yeah like i said it is what it's an hour and 40 minutes so it's pretty long um i probably the longest of the three i'm not going to check but like if you're going to watch the first two there's there's this isn't like there's no reason not to watch this one i'm trying to think if there's any other maybe transformers you kind of stop after two i don't know Uh, but like this is a trilogy and they're all (laughs) worth watching and they're all good so so even though it's not my favorite i liked it yeah uh nice yeah so there was uh sound of the apes there was a lot of ape sounds they weren't metal yes
0: they were not metal they weren't Mm. metal sound of metal uh, Sound and Metal. So this is on my main screen, but I'll disclaimer now. I will not do spoilers. Thank you. Because I don't want to ruin this one for Bri. Thank you. Um, so I, I'm i just going to start by saying it's a 2019 movie, but this is 100% my favorite movie I've watched of 2020. I don't know if it, re- like, what is the release date? Uh, oh, it was, oh, it was, okay, 2019 it premiered at TIFF, but the actual release date is November 20th, 2020. Okay. Oh, so okay. It's tw- one of those. I, I don't know how that works, really. In my mind, it's a 2020. And, uh, yeah, 100% my number one. It's on Prime Video. And um, it is the story of a drummer of a metal band who uh, has a sudden loss of hearing. And so the story is just kind of him, uh, I guess, navigating his way through that um, problem. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but... What's, what's like really like just puts this movie beyond anything that I've seen this year is, uh, the, the story that like the written story and then the acting, uh, and then the use of sound is like, I mean, sound design is flawless in this movie. They do some really, really, really cool things. And then, uh, Riz Ahmed as the main character, uh, who I haven't seen before. Um, but I know that he's done some work. He just absolutely kills it, dude. He's like at, just absolutely amazing.
1: So, like, um, something that I can try to relate it to, and not in terms of plot, but in terms of, like, really capturing the music and mood of playing, is it kind of like, uh, Jesus, the one with the drummer, and we've talked about it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, hold on. We're Not Drumline.
1: It's not Nick Cannon, although everybody's out there screaming Drumline, oh. the old, the old <laughs> Nick Cannon movie. It's not that one. Whiplash. Whiplash. Thank you. I in terms of just like I don't know. You can just like get lost and how good they they did of capturing like f- yeah. feeling that feeling. Yeah. I, I,
0: I, I. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty a pretty good comparison. Um, it's it just it does a really good job at uh, I guess portraying like what that experience would be like. Yeah. As a. It, it, I, I mean. Yeah. <sighs> um, okay. Now. The story – I can't remember if I already told you this or not. But just to build hype if you don't know anything about the movie, it was uh, co-written and directed by uh, Darius Marder. But he was also a co-writer on The Place Beyond the Pines.
1: Oh, okay. Which
0: I, I think is like a phenomenal movie. I feel like it was a sleeper um, when it came out. But I think that's another movie where like the story and the writing shine. I mean, you know, paired with the acting. right. right just right. in general, the story is – really unique and really interesting. And, and that's something with this too. It's like it's a very unique story and I didn't really I, – I didn't know what I was getting into and I, I think it's one of those ones that's like best to watch that way because uh-huh. the story just kind of um, leads – makes its own path. Uh, the other thing I want to say is like there's a, a lot of um, maybe like stereotypical trails or like kind of just like some subplots that you – are like oh so this was the part of the movie when this happens, <laughs> and <laughs> those don't happen. And I don't mean in like some like dodgy like edgy type way, but I just mean the movie is just kind of like true to the characters and true to the story.
1: Okay, That's, it, does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I get it. Um, are there any other heavy hitters besides Riz Ahmed? Not that he's like he's he's rising now, but are there any other big names in this or?
0: Okay. So on Reddit, I obviously did post Reddit check and a lot of people are talking about Paul Racy, who doesn't have a Wikipedia page. So I don't know what other work he's done, Hmm. but people were like, Oh, Paul Racy did an amazing job. I love him. So I don't, I'm not sure where, where that comes from, but, um, he plays, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but just he, he, he's got a pretty big role. Um, and, and there's some really, really great scenes with him. And then Olivia Cook is in it as well. Um, and I know she was in Bates Motel. Okay. Um, she played a main character in that. Um, she has c- kind of a limited role, but the the parts that she's in are, are really, really fantastic.
1: What was his what was his name? Paul? What?
0: Race R A C I.
1: Okay, Paul Racy. That I I read. He's the guy that shoots Raz Ahmed's ears off in the movie, isn't he? That's what I thought. I read. Just
0: yeah, he's him uh, right yeah, off. that part. Phenomenal scene.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's. <laughs> i uh, sorry we spoiled that, but I just wanted to make sure that I was getting that right. No, um, I'm interested now, though, that you like are kind of like – didn't want to say it. Now I'm like, ooh, like what, is he, what happened with him? Um, <laughs> di- are you able to say about the hearing? Because I think I just read that he just gradually loses it. Like it's like a generative thing or is it not – if it's something, you don't have to say what it is. But does he
0: – No, it all it, – I mean it all happens very early in the movie. And that's kind of the other thing that I – i didn't know what i was getting into at all but also it, it, at the very beginning it, i thought things are moving like incredibly fast mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like to catch you up to speed to where the story will actually go Oh, okay um so within the first five minutes like f- actually from the very first moment they're playing a show and he's like you know notices that his he he's like i think he hears ringing at first um <laughs> And so in the first couple of minutes it's just kind of him like he's kinda of like, you know, sticking his finger in his ear and like what the what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And then you know, within within a couple of minutes it's like, oh, he has completely lost his hearing.
1: Right. Because the hearing the ringing goes away, but then Paul Racy comes in with the gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's no, I am really, really excited to watch he, this film though. Sort <laughs> of what
0: When he delivers the line, you shall hear no more. And then he shoots <laughs> shoots his hero. Jesus. The sound of the metal is the brass hitting his ear. <laughs> that's, that's actually, that's the last thing he hears. <laughs> it's a double entendre there. The
1: sound of metal. I like it. It's yeah. a couple. Th-
0: All I knew was the title. So like, I actually thought maybe this is going to be like a, like metal band documentary. I was like, is this a Metallica movie? <laughs> like, <what>? I- <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's extremely, extremely well done. Right. And I highly, highly recommend. Okay. Well,
1: I thank you for not spoiling anything and I will definitely have it watched by by our next episode.
0: Perfect. Um that's it for the main screen, huh? Yeah,
1: that's all we got. We just had our shared movie and then the other ones. So uh we're ready to uh, like Paul Racy. Load
0: up. Load up. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm laughs> Paul Racy's he's strapped in. <laughs> right to the ear. <laughs> <laughs> um all right i'm gonna kick us off this is gonna be a rapid fire but I'm, it's gonna be a delayed rapid fire because I i have i do have a couple thoughts with this one with the
1: fr- with this with uh, the
0: first one here okay yes this first one mank makes a 2020 movie and um it follows the story of herman Mankowitz as they uh, developed the a screenplay for citizen kane i don't know how much you know about this movie that's literally um, it but after that i don't okay. know much main characters or uh, sorry main actors Gary Oldman Amanda Seyfried there are a lot um quick thoughts are i think this movie is decent but i think it's very pretentious and and just kind of a um award grab type movie mm-hmm. Um, I actually hadn't seen Citizen Kane until I watched this, so I did watch Citizen Kane really quick for the first time. Uh, <laughs> trying to sneak that in there on a movie podcast, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I it, am. It's good. It's very original in that it's in black and white and it's in the style of an older, like an RKO movie, like Citizen Kane. Right. Um, but it's just, it's dull, dude. Like I, it, I, the people are raving about this movie, and that's why I watched it. And it's, it, I just. I thought it was too dull.
1: Dude, I'm all for admitting that as much of a movie buff as I am, I almost can't do boring movies if they're
0: just too boring.
1: And I kind of felt like that might be a possibility with this one.
0: Yeah. I could do – okay. Uh, the Irishman. That was – like I liked that movie. But it was a stretch, and i it's a movie that I still say, like, not for everyone. Oh, yeah. Mank, I would say the exact same thing. I actually don't even think Mank is for anyone that's not, like, a, a hardcore cinephile. I, I don't like the word cinephile, but, you know, uh, someone who is really deep into the highbrow movie God. realm.
1: I just have to drop this, Now Elise, that we're talking about this. that is just reminds me of from whenever uh, Michael's nephew in the office is like, I'm a, I'm a real cinephile. My favorite movies are Citizen Kane and uh, Boondock Saints, <laughs> like... Okay, kid. Okay. Uh, Okay, kid. Does
0: does Gary Oldman play Mank? Dude, that... Oh, sorry. Yeah, he He does. Yeah. That is what you just said. Like, that is the type of person who is raving about Mank, (laughs) in my opinion. (laughs)
1: That's... Yeah.
0: Oldman does great. Like, he's a great actor. Of course. I love Gary Oldman. Fucking love Gary Oldman. Right, right. Yeah. But I just think that Mank, in general, is just kind of like this pretentious movie that's like, I am what film should be. Mm. And uh, it's not, dude. It's not for everyone. Like,
1: Who plays Orson Welles in the movie? Or is he, maybe he doesn't appear. I have no fucking clue.
0: Oh, uh, he, no, 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 no. Or, 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 Orson Welles is in the movie. He's uh, very limited, um, which is kind of, kind of a big part of the story. Uh, Tom Burke. Tom Burke. Who plays. Okay.
1: You know what's weird? Yeah. I was kind of hoping it would be Jonah Hill, even though I knew it wouldn't be. But every time I think of Orson Welles, I think of Jonah Hill from Superbad, talking about him. And I just feel like it would have been awesome if he did it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the movie I want.
1: <laughs> and then he eats his fat ass to death. Uh, <laughs> so are you this is like but, not a recommend yeah. um unless no, you're it's really not michaels yeah, nephew.
0: Cr- it's, it feels so weird to say that i yeah. am, I'm the anti of what everyone else is saying for this one I just not no hype from mank gotcha yeah and mank I'd say what man that guy's kind of a jackass
1: that's unfortunate but if you're a jackass like these guys and you're making bank off of it this is the jackass <laughs> crew I just I caught myself watching all the movies on because they were on YouTube TV, like back to back to back, whatever. And I was like, oh fuck, like I'm strapping in, much like m- most of these guys into rocket chairs and dildo <laughs> launchers, and I don't even fucking. I what's there to say? Like this is gonna be a true rapid fire because it, if you don't know about Jack, you either like Jackass or you think that they're discussing degenerates. You know? <laughs> yeah. I I think that's about it. But I will say I've literally I. It's probably between Jackass and the two Borat movies for which movies I've laughed at the hardest in my life, like literally in my entire lifetime. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that says something about maybe I like real things. I like, I don't know. I like when, yeah, I don't know, hard to explain, but yeah, like I, these movies are just fucking hilarious for the stupidity, stupidity that they are. Like they're just, they're great.
0: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. They're a total time suck too. Like, it, it, you know, you you said like you watched all of them because they're on YouTube TV. It's so hard for me to not. If something's <laughs> on, if I see a clip, there's so I just I end up spending hours.
1: Yes, that's how it goes because there's just so many ridiculous stunts one after the next. Like, um, I, let me just ask, who's your favorite uh, of the crew? If you do, you have. Them?
0: Um, I think Johnny Knoxville. I yeah, is my number one.
1: I think Johnny's probably my number two. I think you can't like look past him and he's hilarious. But I think Chris Pontius is my favorite because he's just so weird and <sighs> funny. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I love Chris. But yeah. Oh man. And uh just- what I
0: love about stunts versus you know, like I feel like you see, um who are the guys that who's what's the prank show that's like super pr- uh, and practical and practical, Jokers? impractical yeah, jokers? And there's a lot of like uh, you know, prank like yeah, YouTube channels and stuff like that. And and that stuff's like I'm not really a fan of that in general, but th- there's something about like the stunts, like these things that you absolutely cannot, uh, what's the word? Like fabricate. I guess right. Like, they just they just are what they are, and they're fucking hilarious. Like this, and and they're so timeless too. That's the other thing that I love about these these stunts is like, listen, they're just absolutely wild. They always will be. Watching
1: um, Bam be branded with a a dick. Brand on his butt in 2020 is just as funny as it was in 2006 when it came out. I, it is, <laughs> yes. You're right. I mean, it's like, and you know what's? It's great. Is that there's going to be a Jackass Four in 2021? So look out for that. Yeah. <laughs> if they make it, have you heard about filming? No. Yeah. If uh, God, Johnny Johnny and Steve got day, hurt, day one.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i know uh but but you know what the other thing that that you have to say about these guys is like they're so dedicated that of course the movie will get made oh yeah um but it's just like their dedication to the the life of a jackass i I know
1: and when people say like they should just hang it up they're getting injured now i don't think they realize how much people like johnny love doing like genuinely love doing dumb shit like this
0: yeah I don't know. there's like um a, an unofficial uh john Knoxville biography that's absolutely fascinating like he's like borderline uh, uh with like mental disorder like his dedication oh, yeah. to doing it's it's really it's fascinating
1: yeah i i can't even the the, the dedication that dude has to his craft is uh yeah um but uh, sorry, it was a little bit longer than quite the rapid fire wanted to be. But a lot of these guys and these stunts, they they have their peckers out and they're just doing things that are their <laughs> pecker heads. Also, what the fuck is Uncle Peckerhead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead. Um, okay, so yeah, exactly. What is Uncle Peckerhead? It's a prime, it's on Prime Video, and I don't remember where I saw this, but I saw the title and had to watch it. It's a 2020 movie. This is a uh, what do we want to say here? Uh, uh, it's a low budget movie, I guess. Oh, really? The, it's okay. a direct. Yeah. <laughs> it's directed and written by Matthew John Lawrence, and I think this is his first. Full length film. I oh, when I look him up, I only see one other short film. <laughs> um, but okay, so <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead is the story of a punk band that gets their first tour, and uh, when their their first driver Brody, I guess, uh, turns out to be a man eating demon. <laughs> okay, and that's yeah, you heard right. <laughs> um, okay, so this isn't a recommend. Uh, except for, like, a, a small group of people, which uh, I, I don't know if that would even include myself if I was <laughs> hearing about this movie from me. But um, the movie... This movie is extremely, like, punk rock, I guess. Okay. <laughs> like, it's it's like an anti-movie movie. Um, it's, it's pretty lame. The acting, the writing is so just, like, stale and dirty that you wish it wasn't a real movie. <laughs> but... <laughs> The idea of it and some of the oh dude we brought we talked about trauma earlier. This is this would be a perfect trauma movie. Okay, uh, some of like the action and like the man eating scenes is just like so raw and disgusting. And at the end of the movie, I wasn't really satisfied, but I wasn't dissatisfied. <laughs> yeah. It was just kind of like this raw, bloody, weird punk rock mess.
1: So why do I feel like this group that you're recommending it to is on the opposite spectrum of the group that you're recommending Mank to? I feel like they don't intertwine. <laughs> Dude, it, it, yeah, it
0: totally is. No, no, th- actually, these are a double feature right? you know, watch Mank and then watch Uncle Pecker.
1: <laughs> Mank the Uncle Pecker I I think that yes. would be awesome,
0: actually. <laughs> um so yeah it's, like, it's not really a recommend but it was entertaining <laughs> i guess and uh, okay if you're into trauma movies that i think that's the best comparison i can make if you like the toxic yeah. avenger you might like uncle peckerhead
1: god i such a great title after jackass because it's like i feel like uncle peckerhead is like the bad grandpa successor as well yeah uh,
0: i also feel like at some point johnny knoxville probably wore a shirt that says okay. uncle peckerhead i'm just assuming yeah here, but i'd put money on that <laughs> yeah Oh man! Um, but yeah, uh, Uncle Peckerhead, and that's all. He's the name of the man eating demon.
1: Oh, character. not the band. Why? Do I I kind of thought it would be the band.
0: The band's name is Duh. Why? Do you? It's it's. What? I don't know it. What is yeah. it? Duh.
1: I know, but I don't. What's the What's the name of the band? It's, am I supposed to be? Is it obvious? like Duh. It's obvious. <laughs> Goddamn! Sorry, we're doing the uh, Who's On First. You
0: story. got me once. You won't give me a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but uh, let me tell you something about these movies. These characters have no souls no souls,
1: wow, well, we share uh a soul in common in a couple ways. I hope mm-hmm. you have a soul right
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, okay, cool, yes sir
1: um yeah, this is the the Disney movie soul that was released on Christmas, right um or maybe not. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, it was Christmas. So oh, I totally forgot. Yeah, Disney Plus on Christmas. Uh, directed by Pete Doctor, which is me- worth mentioning because he did Inside Out, which this movie obviously shares some things with. Um, and then Monsters Inc. and um, Up, I believe. So, you know, he's got a good repertoire. But. Um, But as somebody, like, on Reddit said, you know, because he was spotlighted, like, uh, an article about him, it obviously hundreds of people put in work. And so just to say that he did whatever, you know, obviously give him credit. But, like, the team behind Pixar Animation Studios, as much as they, like, rule the world now, they obviously kill it. So, you know, and this, I I don't think they, I think this movie was not, like, tremendous. Like, I didn't love, love it, but I, I definitely liked it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is one. I'm glad we put this on rapid fire because it's one that I could talk about a lot, um, but also don't don't really want to. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, what I mean, I, I think that anyone can watch this. I will say, like, if uh, it it's probably the the most or the least kid not I don't want to say least kid friendly, the least kid targeted. Right. Pixar so, did you watch I've this with seen?
1: your kids? I
0: mean. Yeah, and they lost interest like right. Well, we watched it on Christmas. Okay. So like they also just got like uh, you know, little race cars and right. shit. So like <laughs> <laughs> they they lost interest really fast. But like Mackenzie and I were were all about it. Um and yeah, I would say more of an adult Pixar. I actually would like to see more stuff like something like that. That's right. not so much kid targeted. But like not I don't want to say like anime or something, but pick you know, something Pixar or more westernized I guess. Yeah,
1: no, I know what you're saying. Um and I think this definitely is more uh like not like you said like not directed, but maybe will be more relatable to older people than kids for sure. Uh but yeah, yeah. definitely um definitely a good movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey the voices are great. And uh and I mean like spoiler free, I just it's it's just a movie about a guy who journeys to with as his soul for some of the movie and as himself and as a cat sort of just like I don't know how would you explain it this, this guy that f- is coming to terms with the fact that um he's a great musician but his whole life isn't about music and then at the same time teaching yes. this newborn soul what life's all about
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh I, I I feel like this is I'm not trying to plug Letterbox. I know I've been talking about a lot but <laughs> uh, for my okay Letterboxd review I wrote a DMT experience that'll have you contemplating life and purpose but brought to you by Pixar yeah
1: <laughs> pretty uh, much. So,
0: yeah. Trent Reznor on the soundtrack. Yep. I did want to mention that because I did really enjoy the soundtrack. Great
1: soundtrack, and I literally just saw this now, so I'm glad that you mentioned him. I was going to mention it too that Trent Reznor is I and mean, Wayne as well as Atticus Ross and John Batiste here. So just shout out to them. But like, I did not. I had no idea Trent Reznor worked on the soundtrack. So that was that was cool just to see here. Was, uh, like you, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. So that's soul. So it's. I'd say we recommend it. Right, more so for adults though. Yeah, yeah, I w- <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I definitely think it's worth watching. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. TV2. Dude, we blew through a main screen in Rapid Fire. Um, but I'm excited to talk TV2, so... Me uh, too. We both
1: have the same, so that's cool. Yeah, we, we do have the
0: exact same. I, and it's funny, like, I, this is... Usually we talk about Big Mouth and stuff, like, as soon as the season releases. Right, we have. And then we, like, haven't talked about it at all, but it was... I saw it on your list, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm so glad. That's, that's funny. <laughs> uh, But, okay, I want to start with the other one first, though. So... We'll talk big mouth in a sec. The Mandalorian, season two. Uh, spoilers abound. Spoilers abound for sure. And I want to give a shout out to you because you've talked about it a couple times, but you spoiled absolutely nothing. And I caught up on all of season two uh, just in the last couple weeks. I was gonna
1: say, like, how many uh, were you doing? Like, couple of episodes a day, or just like an episode a day, but pretty consistently then? Or because I don't know where you uh, were.
0: I. I think in three days I watched all eight. So oh, okay. I think I yeah I think I did like t- two, three, three. Nice. That's that's nice to be
1: because obviously I'm and, waiting each week, so that was probably nice to do. That. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I felt a lot better when I saw a tweet from Adam Sussler, and mm-hmm. I was glad to know I wasn't alone. Who said like. By the time Mandalorian, like, season one was out, I watched it all, but I was pretty exhausted on Star Wars stuff, Mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that I went, you know, went ahead and watched season two of Mandalorian, because it was really fucking good. (laughs) It's
1: it's everything good about Star Wars right now, truly. Yeah. (laughs) So, shout out to Jon Favreau for doing that, and Dave Filoni.
0: Yeah, okay. And so is is John Favreau, he's still the showrunner, right? He's been showrunner for season 1 and Yeah, and
1: he's um he's written some, right, and directed or maybe just directed, I don't know. I know that him and Dave have both written or directed some on top of obviously some other big names. Um but like yeah, though they they have still been heavily involved and so like I don't know, man. John, I feel like most of what John Favreau touches turns to to gold. I maybe I don't even know what he's done, oh, but it's yeah. pretty much this and Chef, and I
0: like all those things. So Dude, he's done so much. We need to clone this man. I know. I mean, he's he had huge parts in Iron Man. The whole because I think I know he has like a small actor right, part, but I know that uh, writing and stuff that he was a huge part of Iron Man, and I mean, really, so much work with uh, with Marvel in general. But just yeah, freeze that man because talent is just pouring I know. out of it. so
1: um the research team just told me as a director he's worked on elf zathura cowboys and aliens chef the jungle book and lion king for me elf's not one of my favorites but people love it zathura is actually one of my favorite movies i love zathura like underrated cowboys and aliens never saw chef is great Same. um jungle book i saw and i liked lion king i saw and was okay so but yeah i mean he um just like you said he uses talent
0: um yeah definitely so I, I the first time i remember talking about it I, I remember like very specifically each thing you said about uh mandalorian in the last <laughs> couple episodes um and i think the first time you talked about it, i want to say it was like the fourth the third or fourth episode and you had said it's Con- it's still good, but it's kind of a monster of the week type mm-hmm. show right now, but I still really like it. And, um, I think that you captured that pretty perfect for like those first four episodes. And then you get to episode five, which you d- didn't really spoil, but talked about briefly the Jedi. And I think, all right, tell me if I'm right about this. You said the first 10 minutes is like everything that you wanted from, from star Wars. Is that right? Yeah,
1: And, and, uh, yeah, they pretty much, uh, cause it has lightsabers and, um, I'm big character here, obviously, Ahsoka Tona. So- Ahsoka Tona. Yeah. Whatever her fucking name is. Gets introduced there. Yeah, she- oh I'm
0: bound to butcher all the names. <laughs> and okay, so and let me I guess before I proceed, let me say this too. I, I do enjoy the Star Wars series. Absolutely. I'm not as invested as most people, so I'm bound to butcher so many names.
1: I yeah, there's I would say I'm relatively into it, but even I am learning that like People that have watched the shows like Clone Wars and Rebels are just like, oh, my God, this and that. It's them and her and him. And I'm like, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, those like that opening scene in the Jedi is fucking insane, mm. dude. Like just everything about it, the action, the lighting. First of all, like I think that Mandalorian season one had some good action stuff, especially with like the nurse droid. I can't remember his name. Like, IG-11, cool I think yeah yes yes that's right um season two though like oh my god dude just it restored my faith in like all things Star Wars.
1: well once so, it kicks right. off yeah i feel like once it kicks off with arguably that episode because yeah. up until then you've got let's see like a there's like two monster of the week episodes including the, the okay so the first and second episodes are monster of the week then it goes to like will you help us do this then it goes to well the from these other people will you help us do this and then then it goes like you said the jedi is the fifth episode and from then on it just like kicks it into such high gear and delivers on so many so many fan like fandom things um yeah including the big ending that we'll get to which is whatever but um I don't know if you know this, but like, uh, so I'm just looking at like John Favreau and Dave Filoni did write all the episodes, but one, but did you know that, um, so like Peyton Reed directed an episode, uh, the director of Ant-Man, but then Carl Weathers directed the fourth episode, and then Robert Rodriguez directed the sixth episode. I don't know if you know that or not.
0: Whoa, no, I didn't. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Whoa, okay, so research team just pulled up to me, and Bryce Dallas Howard directed the yep, episode Yeah, she did the
1: era. So this, this between John Favreau, Peyton Reed, Bryce Dallas Howard, Carl Weathers, Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, and Rick, uh, how do you say his name, Fama, 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 so I'm so sorry, I know I'm butchering that. Like, just phenomenal, because I know of his work, but just phenomenal writers oh, and directors yeah. this season. Killed it.
0: Dude, so much star power. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's insane. Uh,
1: just back to like the story though. Like how how much of a boner did you have over just a Boba Fett that we get? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I can, I, can I not say boner on this podcast? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no, you can definitely say boner because I'm about to say make a huge raging boner. <laughs> uh, and I so I didn't even know. Uh, maybe I was clueless, or I didn't know that the Boba. Spinoff was a thing until, oh, I, I, until no I saw idea, that yeah. episode and saw tweets afterwards, and I was like, "This is fucking insane." That and and uh, pair that with that fight scene from the Jedi, like this this really is like this series is bringing me everything that I wanted from Star it, Wars. Yeah,
1: it really <laughs> is. Um, because Boba Fett's always been my favorite character since the the original trilogy, but he gets like hardly any screen time. And so they try to kind of fix that with Django Fett um, played by Tamara Morrison who, you know, he's that's Boba Fett. So he comes back, you know, Boba Fett was not played by Tamara Morrison, right? I don't think so, but he played Django. He's the face of, you know, the clones. So he would be the one to play him, uh, whatever. And so he was Django Fett and they did some more stuff with him. But like, I'm finally getting, and Boba Fett fans are finally getting what we all wanted with with him being in this series all that action the slave one everything and then like you said we get a post credit scene at the end of this introducing the book of boba fett which has been confirmed as a new series and not the third season of mandalorian which has made
0: me feel a little bit better yeah i think you bring up a really good point though like i think if you did like a friend survey like you meet someone and you ask them who's your favorite star wars character i can fuck with anybody that says that their favorite star wars character is boba fett for real <laughs> um okay do you want to talk and
1: yeah and you know what's funny we've talked so much we didn't and i'm okay we didn't really mention pedro pascal because he's he it's crazy as the main character he kind of is just leading us through all these other characters right up until
0: like
1: this point obviously but it's crazy because it's we're kind of just loving bo-katan Sokotona, and uh boba fett and all these others but yeah and then we get to this moment and i'll let you take it
0: uh okay so yes uh, the big, big moment that everybody knows, uh, of course, Mark Hamill, who uh, had a fantastic tweet. It was like, was there anything <laughs> good on TV last night? But, um, yeah, so he comes back as, uh, Luke Skywalker for the very, the big climactic ending. Um, real quick, I just want to say, like, did, did, so you see a Jedi come through, right? Slice and dice. Did you know? I guess, did you have any hints? The thought, maybe that's who that was gonna be. Did you just? I, I guess I'm just asking because, like, the music was first of all fucking blowing my speakers, <laughs> out. and so I knew this was a really big deal. And I knew I was like, okay, we are going to know this character for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> and I guess like the other thing I want to say is the scene goes on for extremely long. Like it, it almost went on long enough to pull me out of it because I was like, all right, we know this character. Then we see the green lightsaber. I'm like, okay. We do, we might really know this character. I see the hand has a glove. I, mean, like, I feel like that was yeah. intentional, and I was like, mm, I had my doubts, whatever. And then the Luke reveal, um, very big deal, right? Oh, everybody went crazy. Yeah. Twitter went crazy. Um, Internet went crazy. Yeah, couple, I yeah. Sorry, I'm going really fast. So if you well for
1: me, go ahead. For, you, okay, so from 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 me from the first part of the scene, there's a single X-wing that comes. And what's her faith? Cara Dune's like, oh, a single X-Wing. Ha, ha And it's like, you know, Luke's iconic ship is the X-Wing. Everybody knows that. But I'm still like, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, eh, could be uh, whatever. I'm still, I'm not sure. But then we see the green lightsaber. And I'm like, I didn't watch Rebels or Clone Wars, but could it be Ezra Bridges? Does that even line up? Could it be, um, there's another um, Jedi that was like mentioned that I saw. And I can't think of his name right now. Uh, and then, but then we see it, like, as soon as I saw the glove, I'm like, God, it has to be Luke. Um, but I, and like you said, that scene goes on for a while, but I guess they're just trying to give him, you know, we've really never gotten that, that scene with like a young Luke or maybe even Luke in general yeah. where he just goes to town on things. Uh, much yeah. like we got yeah. to see Vader doing Rogue One that everybody was finally happy to see. So that was like a big thing. And, and like you said, it goes on forever. We kind of got the point by the end. But then once we get to his face reveal, for me, it just didn't, I, it just, it was bad.
0: Yeah, I really, really appreciated uh, that you kept it very grounded because I was <laughs> thinking the same thing, that, like, as a story, of course, very cool, like, very, very cool. But in general, it did look like shit. It looked, I've seen, <laughs> I just, w- we're just not ready for deep fakes on that level. I,
1: his mouth pretty much isn't moving when he talks. And, um, as cool as it is to see Luke, I'm with the people that said it, I would have much rather just had them cast a Luke character that I would have been no zero problem with it not being a CGI Mark Hamill.
0: Yep. Yeah, I agree. So, but
1: I mean, it was what it was. It's if they paid off with, um, Luke Skywalker, it just was kind of like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah. Um, and then, of course, we get to see Mandalorian's face for, right. I think, just the second time, right? I know the end of season one, you see it for a brief moment. Well, end
1: of yeah. season one, and then you see it um, at least once in the season where he takes it off in the Imperial base. Mm. And then this. I, time, about that. I think, is that it? I think that might be it. But yeah, so a big emotional moment where we don't really know what's happening now, I guess, because Luke takes uh, the child, which named Grogu. I don't. I, we might have mentioned that. I don't remember We did yeah, okay. we did talk about it. Yeah, so so Luke takes Grogu who's who has this emotional moment with uh, Din Jaren, Pedro Pascal. And uh yeah, I don't what do you I don't know whether I have no idea how the next season's gonna start, if it's just gonna be like Yeah, you know, Dinjarin like traveling without Grogu and then eventually midway through the season they meet up again. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think it was cool to to close all of that. And I also like that and you said how we skipped over all of this, but um, I really love all of the characters that we have now. Like Bo Katan is so badass. Cara Dune's badass. Like uh, I, and also shout out to um, I and I can't pronounce his name, but Moff Gideon.
1: Uh, Juan Carlos
0: Esposito. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, I think or that John he Moff. was. I think he was a pretty badass. Villain. Oh, he's so the good. first time. In season one, when I saw, I'm sure it has a name. I'm sorry, but the saber sword, the dark saber, the um, no, the saber sword. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I first saw it, um, wasn't crazy about it. But like in this season two, like first of all, that that battle scene is fucking nuts. Yeah, but um, I, I just I guess I had a lot more respect. And then um, also I didn't even think so. Uh, Ming Na Wen. Who, when we talked about the finale, I was like, "Oh yeah, like just like Agents of Shield, like just like really solid stuff." Totally forgot that she plays a main character in that as well.
1: I um, she as Fennec is awesome, and I gotta say, like yeah. the uh, the post credit scene where we talked about it, but the way that I, we didn't—I don't think we said exactly what happens. Boba Fett goes back to Jabba's palace and just lays waste to everybody there, including a fat Bib Fortuna who had pr- assumed the throne after Jabba. It looks like. Uh, and then so then Boba Fett sits on the throne and, and the shot of him sitting on the throne looking pretty much dead into the camera with uh, Ming-Na Wen as Fennec like, drinking, whatever it is, sitting beside him. It's just uh, mm-hmm. such a good shot. So, so good.
0: So, yeah, definitely. And I just I think we have like enough really, really cool characters that like season three, they could take me anywhere and I'm I'm in. Oh, yeah, I'm
1: strapped. I'm ready to go for literally anything that's any books chapters whatever's happening you know there's going to be an uh, ahsoka spinoff there's supposed to be an obi-wan show coming so since yeah i'm ready for all of it
0: um yeah i think that was all i had i was like really excited so i know i I, like (laughs) went really fast is there was there anything else that like I skipped over you wanted to talk about more
1: no uh just shout out to timothy oliphant and uh bill burke i like their characters that's it because they, they oh,
0: thank yeah, you that's, yeah those are really good points so anytime i see Timothy, i get so excited oh my
1: god yeah that was awesome um and uh straight i like that he got i believe he got his armor from like the sarlacc pit which
0: oh yes, oh. yes. yeah uh
1: that that was awesome that was a whole thing um yeah uh but i was just gonna say like the the, what's the noticeable thing about the Sarlacc pit? It's got a, it's got a h- h- big mouth. It's got a really
0: just huge, <laughs> just, just huge big mouth. It does have a really really <laughs> huge mouth, gigantic mouth. <laughs> okay, big mouth season four, binge the fuck out of this. Wasn't expecting it. I, I I already know my favorite joke. I don't know where you want to start with this. Where you what all you want to talk about? I haven't about.
1: finished it. I can't remember. So if there's any like major spoilers in I think the last two episodes, maybe don't say it. Um, but everything else is up for grabs, and I'd love to hear your favorite joke. I don't care when it's from. You can tell me if it's even if I
0: haven't seen it. Okay, it's no, it's not from the last two. No, that, um, yeah, I I won't spoil anything. But uh, favorite joke was the <laughs> the pepperoni nipples, uh, from Co- is it Coach Dave? Why did I just... Oh
1: my god, where he has like the grease and the <laughs> yeah. Brown- yeah. It's, oh it's my so god, fucking gross. <laughs> yeah that w- anything he does is so gross dude
0: but uh but i will hilarious. 100% think of that every time that i am like sunburnt <laughs> or something like that just that's think funny. about my nipples inverse nipples with <laughs> oil pulling in the center
1: god it was so disgusting and i this i don't know all the seasons are pretty gross this season was maybe maybe they're getting grosser maybe it's just me but uh um, i know yeah i always <laughs> feel
0: like like that's what i'm thinking is like man, i push it this season <laughs>
1: For sure. And I thought it was interesting that the first like four episodes all take place at camp this season, I think.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah.
1: I didn't I thought it was only like the first one, that they're at camp for a while, but yeah, just delivering on everything that it has in the first three seasons. Now Lola and Jay are together and that's just every disgust honest to God, I'm gonna throw up thinking <laughs> about it. But she <laughs> He sucks mud out from in between her toes, and I I literally <laughs> want to vomit. Like it's so gross. <laughs> but it's I love help. when
0: you see like the their like imaginary. Well, uh, I don't even know what you want to call that. Their like backyard area, I guess. Uh huh. And then you see the real life, and it's all just mud.
1: <laughs> god, it's oh my god.
0: Um, um. Did you have any favorite jokes, favorite like moments, or anything like that so far?
1: God, I'm trying to remember. There are so many. I can't. I can't remember off top of my head where, like um any t- any time uh nick kroll's character makes fun of jesse's boyfriend before he dumps her or whatever michelangelo oh, yeah. i think his name yes. is or something i just like that guy was so pretentious and so it's hilarious when they make fun of him so i really yeah. enjoyed that um i don't know though i can't i don't have a specific joke like you i don't think
0: um what were some of the other things that i really liked uh the Okay, first of all, the cameo by the <laughs> the dick uh, of her boyfriend was pretty funny.
1: Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But also the anxiety mosquito. Love that addition.
1: Yeah, they have the anxiety mosquito pairing up with the depression cat, which I thought was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and then I think it is, it is I think, just the very last episode that um, Jenny Slate is now replaced as the voice of... Missy. Missy, yes, thank I you.
1: I wondered because definitely was still the same, and Karen and I noted that it was not changed. So, so they do do it this season, then?
0: Yeah, it's oh, okay, actually, okay. So, research team just sent me this. It is in the second to last episode is when they make the change.
1: So, like the two we haven't, so I haven't yeah. actually heard her voice change yeah.
0: yet. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's what's interesting about that is like you don't see a lot of Missy in the first couple episodes, and so I thought that must have been like when that happened. Uh huh. Um, so yeah,
1: but then she gets yeah. like a pr- pretty heavy episode with still Jenny Slate, right? Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yes. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, just, um, my favorite thing is still Maya Rudolph is the hormone monstrous and I for sure don't think that'll change. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what was, there's a joke of hers that, uh, you know what? I can't even, I just, I, his <laughs> favorite anyways. Um, yeah. Good, good stuff. Absolutely yeah. loved it. That is all I have for big mouth. That's all we have for TV two. Right for the games, yeah. Right for some yes. reindeer games. Ray am I taking it away? Uh, yeah, sorry. I, when you said reindeer games, I wasn't. I I didn't know if that was like question one or something. If this was, if this was going to be a quiz and like the movie reindeer games was, quick. Who's the star of reindeer games? Uh, you white dude. <laughs> it's not Matt Damon. <laughs> No, I got. It. I was. <laughs> what is the movie with uh, role models? And he's like, you white, the new Ben Affleck. Oh, the new Ben. Okay, <laughs> the new Ben Affleck. <laughs> Shut up, Reindeer Games. <laughs> okay, this you got me on ben that
1: one. I just assumed you were actually just saying the white guy, and you were still right. But I totally forgot <laughs> oh, well. about that line. Okay, no, but the, okay. So this is game number one. This is nothing super crazy. I'm literally gonna just do rapid fire. I'm gonna ask you five rapid fire questions that are Christmas related. Um, four are about or like movie related the first one is not necessarily um, and I'm just gonna tally your score and we're just gonna see how good you do it's just a simple little uh, name things as quickly as you can game So okay <clears throat> stopwatch okay so I have five questions and they're each gonna be seven seconds so for, for each one obviously I'm gonna read it and then I'll hit start and you will have seven seconds to do whatever so I'm gonna try to read them as clear as I can so I don't have to repeat them and you end up cheating so here we go. All right. Name as many reindeer as you can.
0: Comet, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen, G- Rudolph, Comet. I think I said Comet.
1: Uh... Uh, okay, it was already a seven. Did you say Comet? Because it was seven, but I was only counting on my fingers. It's up to you to tell me if you said Comet twice because I don't even remember.
0: <laughs> I think Comet, yeah, because Comet was the first one I said <laughs> because my brain was like, why wouldn't you start with like the song order? <laughs> why would you just start (laughs) okay so
1: we're gonna go with um you got six um it's uh obviously it's now dasher now dancer now prancer and vixen oh comet oh cupid on donner and blitzen so
0: yeah okay so i forgot vixen cupid and donner okay
1: uh but you said rudolph so that was i wasn't sure if you would say rudolph or not (laughs) all right so you got six there good job good job all right now these are all going to be movie related from here on out uh this first one's kind of simple Name as many Christmas movies as you can. Go.
0: Christmas with the Cranks, Four Christmases, Happiest Season, Just Friends, uh, The Santa Claus, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3.
1: So, sorry, uh, you got six. So, again, not bad, not bad.
0: <laughs> because I'm aiming. Just, I think okay, sorry, Just Friends is one of those, like, takes place during Christmas. That's not a Christmas movie. I don't...
1: It's not a No, but, I mean, I would have counted Die Hard, and I count Just Friends. By the way, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I meant Dude, to fuck, off, fuck off. So so I... Fuck off. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna get a little bit more specific and this next one's probably the hardest. So okay. Okay. Name as many actors as you can that have played Santa Claus.
0: Oh, okay. So Tim Allen. Oh dude, no. Uh Bill up Thornton. Um
1: That's it. Okay. You got two. Oh man. Um this one's really hard, and I and I would have counted animated. I'm sorry. Should I have said that? I because you could oh, have no, said I would like have never. I well then. <laughs> one. you got two so that's good for you um let me just i have a list pulled up because this was i was even like huh you got ed asner fred astaire alec baldwin as a voice um bo bridges uh bruce campbell uh brian cranston in something i would have not used to campbell has these. played
0: bruce campbell has played Santa um, Claus?
1: He, he was Santa Claus in the Librarians episode and Santa's Midnight Run. So it was a TV show. Oh, he, dude. I,
0: okay. So in the Librarian. <laughs> that's kind of perfect, I feel like, Bruce Campbell.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus. I didn't know if maybe. Um, oh, Mel Gibson yeah. and the new Fat Man. Um, Bill oh, Goldberg yeah. and Santa's Slay, which is a horror movie. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I probably would have. Was Kurt
0: Russell the- on that list? That was my Kurt next. Kurt Russell was- as the Christmas Chronicles. Okay,
1: yeah. So, all right, you got to. It's not terrible. All right. Um,
0: I just want to pause really quick. Yeah. What, what do you know about uh, Fat Man?
1: Literally nothing other than I, w- I think, isn't it? He, it's a not a horror movie, but it's like somebody's trying to kill him, right?
0: Yeah, let me redo this. To save his declining business, Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military. <laughs> Making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precious 12-year-old after receiving the lump of coal in his stocking now wait a second because let me find something i thought i had read that that 12 year old hold on i don't even want to say this till i can confirm i thought the 12 year old was like hitler
1: wait what the fuck are you gonna say played by somebody (laughs) just actual hitler
0: dude where did i get this information Everything just says a naughty kid. I could have sworn I read that it was a twelve-year-old. I
1: need to know where you got this information now,
0: or if you just made
1: it up because that's even better.
0: Whoa! I don't know.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't. Well, we're gonna. It's Hitler. It's canon. It's Hitler. I will think it's Hitler. Um. Also, while I have this list of Santa Clauses pulled up, if you had said Peter Shukov, who played. Uh, Santa Claus and Santa Claus versus Moses and epic rap battles of history on YouTube. I would have just given you the game. (laughs) Okay. Um, Again, seven seconds about to go on the clock. Uh, Name as many, you don't have to do last names, but if you're going to do one of the family members and maybe just say the last name once. name as many characters from the movie Christmas vacation as you can go.
0: Oh no. Uncle Eddie. (sighs) I can't think of any sparky. I don't. I can't think of his actual name. All
1: right. Well, it looks like you got two. Um, I thought you would have at least said Russ. Russ. Um, oh my
0: god.
1: But like, but Eddie is the is quintessential, and you
0: said Sparky, although it's Clark, obviously. Clark. We're, we're gonna give it to you, Clark Griswold. The <laughs> freaking names in the. <laughs> oh man, I I just I went total blank. I feel really dumb. That's alright. What's, all right, what because, is, what's yeah. the wife and sister?
1: Uh, The wife is, um, sorry, because I am not too familiar. The wife is Ellen. The sister is Audrey. Audrey. And then, um, I mean, you could have said Clark Griswold Sr. I would have counted it. Mm. Uh, Nora. There's Art. There's Francis. There's Catherine. Uncle Eddie. um, Rocky. um, And, you know, some other people. You could have said uh, lead SWAT officer, apparently. I would have had to count it, (laughs) if I'm being honest.
0: Oh, man. Well, that was a total. (laughs) So
1: So, like I said, I have five. I was thinking if you average 5 a piece that would be pretty damn good and that would have that would obviously put you at 25. Uh right now you have 16. So mm. you would need 9 and 7 seconds to get to the 25. But the 25 was a very high mark. That was like right. for you to like win the big prize. Um so here's our last one. And I'm going to I'll read it to you slow here before I hit the clock. Name as many home alone traps as you can.
0: Go. Okay. All right, the paint cans, the pillar, the nail gun, and the doorknob, the toolbox that comes down the stairs, the and uh, stop. <laughs> Oh man, but you got four. Dude, that's a good question though.
1: And thank you. Um, and I that puts you at twenty, and honestly, twenty that's like the passing grade. Twenty five would have been like a plus, but you definitely got like an eight a-, minus. So,
0: get yeah. You. Oh, I was thinking C, and even at C, uh, you know, they what get degrees.
1: C's, yeah, C's get degrees, baby. All right. <laughs> So that was just like a fun little rapid fire game. Nothing special. I just, you know, now that your brain's in the Christmas mood, are you ready for the real Christmas game?
0: Okay, yes.
1: Okay. Um, so like Thanksgiving, we're going to go ahead and do a little movie movie game uh, Christmas edition. Uh, movie movie game is nothing original from ours. Shout out to the, I don't know if they're called the Valley Folk. That's our YouTube channel. But shout out to the people that invented the movie movie game. They officially got their goal on Kickstarter so we, you can order it. Uh, I don't fucking know where. I'm not they're not paying me anything, so go find it. I don't care. But this is not an original, th- you know. Shout out to them for thinking of this idea. It's It's uh like I said from the Thanksgiving one that we did. It's like um it's when you combine the title of two movies together um and they they blend into one one phrase essentially. Um I think it was Thanks Killing Glorious Bastards that we started with
0: on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that so that, that was... was the doozy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but now that Jeremy Foley gets it right i mean you you did by the, the you had it by the end are you ready yes. for the christmas edition of the movie I movie am. game okay yeah all right i've got five let's start with the first one a toilet plunger salesman doesn't let his seven sisters stop him from acquiring mass amounts of pudding and fre- frequent flyer miles that he uses to fly over the pond to join this large cast of characters in a countdown to christmas romantic comedy so that's the longest one that I have, and I apologize for it being that long. And I will reread it if you need me. Whoa.
0: Okay. <sighs> yes, I do need you to reread okay. that one, and I'll tell you now. I think I need the director notes. Oh, or fuck, what? Is it? I don't know. Do those. <laughs> what's, what's the clue? I forget what the clue is called.
1: I totally should have done that. Um, I I can I can still do it, but uh, okay. Okay. A toilet plunger salesman doesn't let his seven sisters stop him from acquiring mass amounts of pudding and frequent flyer miles that he uses to fly over the pond to join this large cast of characters in a countdown to Christmas romantic comedy. Um, and I will happily give you clues because I have one.
0: Oof. Okay, yes. I need okay. at least one clue.
1: The first movie is an Adam Sandler f- film. Okay, all
0: right. All right, so I think I have the first part. I Dude, gotta, okay. um,
1: you can say it out loud if you think you have it. Um, just... Punch Drunk Love. Okay. And then the second one, the clue was that, that he uses to fly over the pond to join this large cast of characters in a countdown to Christmas romantic comedy. I have said on here probably that I hate this movie because I do. And I think I've said it on this podcast. That's your hint. Hmm. I fucking hate this movie. Everybody loves it. I hate it. And okay, and obviously... It must take know,
0: place in London, right? It
1: takes place in London.
0: <laughs> a London Christmas movie.
1: And you know that it's got yeah, you know obviously I mean I said that's a Christmas movie, but you know that this is since Punch Drunk Love isn't the Christmas one that you you know this one has to be. Ah, yes.
0: So I'm just hate trying it. to think of all the Christmas.
1: Um oh. I can I can give you another hint. Okay. Um it stars Hugh Grant as the Prime Minister, who eventually meets oh, okay. Billy Bob Thornton as
0: the president. I got, it. I got it. I've never seen this, but now I know. Okay. Uh Punch Drunk Love, actually.
1: Thank you, good sir. You got uh. it. I don't know why I'm thinking. you, okay. but good
0: it's, job. I was going to ask if you could tell me an actor because I knew if you said Hugh Grant that I would, would na- I would know <laughs> That's this. Funny.
1: And there's so nice. many, too, in that movie. But, yeah. God, I hate that movie. Anyway. Alright. <laughs> good job. Alright, next one. Left by himself for the holidays, a youngster turns his home into a house of horrors for home invaders with the help of Tonto and his recruited deputy, John Reed.
0: <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, hold on. I'm just blanking on the The full name. Um
1: And and much like the movie movie game, whenever I want to exclude articles like A and B, I do.
0: <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh god. I thought of it and then I just <clears throat> Sorry. It's, super it's not embarrassing. worth it. Almost choked on some spit to death by realizing. Okay. Um, home alone ranger
1: good job yes it is home alone ranger all right um i wasn't sure if you get lone ranger like because tonto was pretty much the only thing
0: like, yeah tonto is the only thing that i I, <laughs> I knew i don't even what did you say what was the after tonto
1: and his recruited deputy
0: john reed john reed is who army hammer oh, plays okay, like yeah. john,
1: he is the lone ranger but i couldn't say that obviously right. like <laughs> right. i almost even put ranger in but i didn't okay i think you're gonna appreciate this next one the only thing worse than a cursed button from an old gypsy woman is having to endure the holidays with your estranged son who has come all the way from the North Pole.
0: Well, okay, what was the first part again?
1: The only thing worse than a cursed button from an old gypsy woman is having to endure the holidays with your estranged son who has come all the way from the North Pole.
0: Okay. Can I get the can I get the um D- uh, the, the hint the hint, the hint sorry.
1: For, for which for the first or second movie
0: for the first
1: or maybe but okay um it's a movie that you like a lot i could give you the actor it stars justin long
0: no no i was gonna okay well i i do have that one because i okay and then read me the second part again i'm sorry
1: um uh the only thing worse is having to endure the holidays with your estranged son who has come all the way from the north pole
0: Oh okay, oh, wait. Dra- oh, wait, hold on. And I can dra- give you a clue for the second one. If you need
1: drag, it. Me health? drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. Okay. Job.
0: <laughs> I was worried I wasn't right, but I love. That. No, I had a lot of fun uh, with that one, dude. Yes, shout out to you for putting in "drag me to hell" because I was like, <laughs> "Okay, the curse button." I think I asked you to read it a couple times because I was like, "There's no way he's think- he's <laughs> talking about drag me to hell, is he?" <laughs> Um, that was good, <laughs> okay, good,
1: um, okay, got two more. um, you'll shoot your eye out, kid, with a football thrown from the arm of a quarterback that comes to accept his black teammates as his brothers by the end of this biographical sports film
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> read read me the second part again because I can't think of the title, okay. <laughs>
1: I just have to... I'm going to read the whole thing just because it goes... (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out, kid, with a football thrown from the arm of a quarterback that comes to accept his black teammates as his brothers by the end of this biographical sports film. Okay. So what's the first one?
0: A Christmas Story.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Why can't I... All right, I'm gonna get this this next one. Okay, I'm just I'm talking myself through it. So that's fine. So this is this is a white quarterback. Yes. Uh,
1: It's hard when you don't see the clue. It is hard when you don't see it in front of you. Yeah, it's
0: so like that's why I've been with all these. Like I need like the clues and all this stuff because like it's like I know I I know I know it. But I could literally.
1: There's no reason I can't just send this to you now. I obviously didn't want to send it to you before we record for you know so you would know. But there's no reason I can't send you the clue right now.
0: Oh yeah, um, just so okay. you can have
1: it in front of you. But I'll, I'm still going to read them. I mean, obviously.
0: Okay, so it's got to connect with story, and this is this is the other <laughs> thing that's like challenging about this game is when you're thinking like, it has t- it has to start with this, uh-huh. or, you know, whatever.
1: And then it probably it throws you your It's like your brain doesn't even think of like the the simple answer. It's like tr- it's almost trying too hard, you know. Your brain's yeah. like, well, what's with like. What goes with story? <sighs> and then yeah. it just like, completely throws you off.
0: Okay. Um. Right. I'll
1: just give you a, a hint that won't give it away. It has uh, Ryan Gosling in it. It stars Ryan Gosling, not as the quarterback, but um, as one of the football players. Okay.
0: F- Fuck. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, we're going to get tongue. there. Um. Okay. All right. Will you just read it one more time? Just because I don't want a ton of dead air, but I know I'm like tip of tip of hey, my tongue hey hey hey
1: goodbye okay sorry <laughs> so that's a hint all right from the arm wait am i reading it again so you- yes just okay.
0: yeah you can even w- a
1: with about. a football thrown from the arm of a quarterback that comes to accept his black teammates as his brothers by the end of this biographical sports film that stars Denzel washington
0: but oh wait v- uh, hold on uh, hold on hold uh, on a christmas story okay so i've got all right i guess i'm going to talk out loud here cuz i'm a christmas story and remember the titans okay remember the, uh wait a christmas story remember the titans a christmas story remember the titans the sto- a christmas story remember the titans <laughs> there, there <Okay>. we go <laughs> all right oh man so the word play okay you <laughs> say, okay man Dude, yeah that was a good one uh-huh. That, was, second, that was you give the second clue. The first movie anybody thinks of is Remember the Titans. What yeah, a huge movie. But that's what i was saying. Like I kept getting tripped up because I was like, "There's no way like Remember the Titans." And then you said Ryan Gosling, who well, I actually totally forgot is in Remember the Titans <laughs> until you said that. um
1: So yeah. your mind was there. It was just like, but how? But it doesn't. I.
0: That's funny. yeah, yeah. I, I was just that. trying to like connect it.
1: That's hilarious. All right, but I mean, you you got it. You got there so all right yeah last one and this is the one i'm probably the most unsure of because i don't know if you'll know the first movie i'm not trying to like insult you here it's just like an older one i don't know we'll see um this 70s christmas slasher follows a group of sorority girls as they are hunted down one by one by an evil man posing as an old female housekeeper so he can secretly see his children
0: (laughs) okay so we got the second part with mrs doubtfire (laughs) (coughs) um Okay, so I'm thinking, like, so it makes sense that Mrs. is where the connection would be. 70s Christmas slasher. I don't know if I'm going to get there with this one. I know. The, I The only Christmas slasher I know of is Black Christmas, so oh. I actually didn't. And Krampus. Okay, but. Wait. But what did you say? Krampus. C- <laughs> no, 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 no. Before that. Black Christmas Black right? Christmas is downfire. There
1: you go. Okay, <laughs> oh, so here's man. my question: Black Christmas came out, I think, seventy four. It's considered like I, d- I had no idea remaster. it was that old. Okay, yeah. Have you? Are you? What do you know about like? Did you think about it because they've now made two remakes in the two thousands, including like twenty nineteen? I think is the most recent. Or did you not even know that?
0: I no, I knew about the twenty nineteen. I heard it was really bad. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I've only seen the i guess the first remake i didn't know that the, that that was the first remake
1: yeah Or oh, that's a, the second uh or the sec, second remake yeah. is the yeah because uh the first remake actually has um uh mary elizabeth winstead in it um yeah uh but yeah this is this is uh the i like i said i think it's 74 and it's a really good movie actually i've i've seen it Whoa. and um, i
0: have to watch it i had no idea that, that 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 was a thing
1: yeah i mean if you the remakes are usually not better but like it's by far and away the best of the three. Not even close. But good Which job. No, the original? The, ri- the original, yeah. The oh, original. yeah. Black Christmas, oh, is, Black Christmas is Doubtfire. I almost couldn't say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you got Mrs. All Doubtfire right, really I like great, that one. by the way.
0: I'm proud of myself for the last one.
1: Uh, that was good.
0: Um, cool. Just a, like, I don't know, funny side story. is one time Mackenzie's grandpa got her Black Christmas for Christmas. <laughs> like had absolutely no clue what what it was about or anything just oh, thought it was right. like a genuine christmas
1: <laughs> well he was like he's like oh this must be the sequel to that white christmas with bing crosby in it <laughs> oh no eyes are being eaten or something like that happened i don't know maybe <laughs> in the remake only but still that is but... hilarious that he did that did she did was she just like that like did she know what it was
0: yeah, she knew what it was because I think she had seen it in theaters. <laughs> oh, no. And um, so I guess, like, they got it every year from their grandparents. They got a Christmas movie and then they would all watch. Or they, I'm sorry, they got a movie and then they would all watch it, like, on Christmas. <laughs> and um, so it was, like, her and her cousins, like, they would pick one of their movies or whatever.
1: Oh, okay. And okay. she
0: said, like, as soon as she saw it, she was like, cool, let's watch your movie. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been hilarious if one of the cousins knew, and he's like, no, no, we're definitely
1: watching Black Christmas right now. Put it on. <laughs> Wait, which yeah. one did she get then? The Mary Elizabeth Winsett one? Yeah, the Ma- that? yeah okay. that one. Okay. All right. Well, that's hilarious, and, but that was fun. Uh, I really, really like playing the movie movie game, and I'm definitely going to have to buy the real thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> still can't believe that even if you pitch in now on the Kickstarter, it's a year away. I thought you were going to get it like two weeks from now. You're going to get a, a year and two weeks from now.
1: Can you, but. can you not like, I, I thought you could like officially buy it, even though, yeah, it'll still be forever, but can you not, I think you can like, like you could have kicked in before, but now I think you can officially pre, um,
0: yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You can, well, and it's kind of strange. You can do it either way. Cause it, now they're just the same price. Like there's on the Kickstarter, it's just one set price now because that's the, the price of the game. Mm. Um, and I don't think they have. I think like if you did before, you got actually some actual like, um, what do they call? It? I don't remember what they call it. like the, the the Kickstarter uh like, primo member perks. That's mm. the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, I don't think they're doing that anymore. Like you just you get the game. So but was there a point where it,
1: if you donated to the Kickstarter and it, it was cheaper to get the game, like because there's I'm a certain not sure.
0: amount. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've only ever done like pitched in on one Kickstarter before. What was that? Um, they're doing a they're doing a documentary on Attack of the Show, and it's called Attack of the Doc. Um, And there's a Kickstarter
1: right now for it. Yeah, there's a Kickstarter
0: right now, and uh, so I think some of the cooler perks are gone now. But I pitched in like because for five bucks you got like a patch. Nice. Um, and then you get there they do a podcast like throughout the making of. And it's being made by Chris Gore too, which is cool.
1: Oh, that's really cool. How much um, do I have to donate to get the Adam Sessler OnlyFans link? Is there, <laughs> is there a perk?
0: I think you I think his DMs are open, you just ask for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, so I don't I don't know like hundred percent how that works. But I know that, that game is a must have.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh AOTS and Valley Folk movie movie game people you guys are welcome for the free plugs. Feel free to give us stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, don't know. I know you're there listening. So. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Them and Bill Gates. The... <laughs> well, wait. in eight days, Bill Gates.
1: What? Wait, what about Bill Gates?
0: Oh, when I get chipped, when I get to Moderna. Well, okay, COVID. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. <laughs> okay. That was a, <laughs> yes, that was like a minute one of the podcast callback. <laughs> minute two called back. My heart rate's currently at 74, and Vault Boy's giving me a thumbs up. Oh, that's does he give you a thumbs? Does
1: he <laughs> thumbs down you like your heart
0: rate? He dead. does. <laughs> yeah, no, he but he'll change throughout the day. Um, like he puts sunglasses on whenever like, like if it's uh if you're outside and it's not using the um backlight, he mm-hmm. has sunglasses on. And then like usually that's at the awesome. end of the day, whenever you hit your like steps goal, he wears crutches.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just, like a couple little things there. I that's love cool. It. Um,
1: um,
0: that's all one that I have.
1: 125 like, Oh I'm sorry. I just nobody's listening anymore. I was going to give out my social security. <laughs> <laughs> Only the hardcore fans are still listening to us.
0: Oh yeah, dude, all our, our all our fans are hardcore fans. We have I, dude, stats like All right. This just I'm gonna, this is a deeper. We're getting deep now. So we host through a super not well-known website called Shout Engine. And that was because that was before Anchor or any like free hosting, uh, podcasting sites were out and shout engine is like, just, they're too vague with their stats. So like, I know that we have between 100 and 200 very dedicated listeners that listen every month.
1: Oh God. Um,
0: <laughs> yes. And I know the exact download numbers, but I just don't know where between hundred. So just like, you know, shout out to those 100 and, <laughs> between 100 and 200 dedicated listeners it you almost like... got Brian's security, security
1: <laughs> almost split that a hundred ways you all have 50 cents each <laughs> um but honestly i i think we can just go as far as to say since we don't know the exact numbers it's somewhere between a thousand and a hundred thousand listeners or i'm sorry a right. hundred and a hundred thousand it's somewhere between there we don't know for sure right <laughs> i think that's it <laughs>
0: i think that's it i i was like i'm telling you i almost had a joke and um and then it just like poof it's gone are you sure nothing.
1: i'm ready for the yeah. joke Where, i the i, know,
0: I, I, still here. Know. Okay. I w- and now now the joke's so far gone that i'm just i'm currently taking off my headphones and just i'm walking out of the room all right
1: well while jeremy's doing this and i'm, I'm closing the door really quick, um What'd you say? I'm
0: getting further away.
1: (laughs) Uh, Just know know that on Christmas Day I took a nap and I fell asleep with my stuffed Grogu that I got for Christmas. I'm a 29-year-old man. That happened and that's how we're going to end the podcast.
0: Oh, perfect. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.